They don't know I'm injured. <laughs> I just I broke into the studio last week and I've been hiding out in the fridge. Apparently the interns aren't allowed to touch the fridge. What kind of weird station is this? Is that it? Am I in? Keep trying, keep just Good evening listeners. I finally reached you. This is Carl. And you're listening to The Watchful Eye on KWZZ. Now, a lot of you are wondering what's been happening in the world. I've been seeing a lot of strange things in the sky. I've been hearing a lot of strange rumblings in the ground. Well, let me tell you, it's not your imagination. The government has created a machine that creates tremors in the human body to make you hallucinate. All right, it makes the, it messes with your natural vibrations. Hey, who's in there? And hey, hey who's in there? Hey, it's, why is the door locked? Listen, hey. my time is up. Uh, I gotta go. Hey. I'll catch you Open next time. Keep your eyes open on the watchful eye. You're not taking me yeah, alive. You can't be in here. You see what happened? You see what happened? Oh god. Carl! Ow! to stall for time. KWZD listeners, and thank you for joining us on yet another installment of The Midnight Run, brought to you by KWZD. We have an excellent show for you tonight. We've got Dr. Alvin Farkle with office hours today and medical mysteries. We're going to visit an interesting take on the buffet with Curtis Wagner, and then we've got the panel on Do Get Me Started discussing assigned seating, which is a hot topic for some. So stay tuned tonight, and this is KWZD. KWZD's member-supported content. So become a member today and receive a... No, no totes this week. No totes for any for anybody. We are unfortunately out. The leaves tote uh, was so overwhelmingly popular that we ran out of other totes, and we're still trying to stockpile more of any tote right now so please send money so we may afford totes that we can then give out this is kwzd up next is medical mysteries Humans have 
stood upright nearly our entire existence. But I have a few guests here today who challenge the thought of how useful upright standing is. And I'd like to go ahead and get to introducing them because I know I have inquiries from listeners out there. So first up, we have Professor Ernest J. Crowell of the Stanton Back Institute. Uh, Professor? Uh, yes, hello. Uh, well, you see, it has been well documented that every single animal throughout the history of life has been walking on all fours. Upright, upright locomotion is completely unnatural and uh, um, uh, unacceptable even. It, it, it puts too much unnecessary stress on the spine, on the hips, on the knees, on the ankles, on the entire kinetic chain throughout the body. And it is uh, very inefficient in creating motion. All right, if, if humans uh, re-evolve into walking on all fours, they become faster, stronger. Um, their immune systems improve by their proximities of the face to the ground, and uh, they are able to digest their food better, more efficiently for energy, which means they stay warmer in the cold climates. Everything improves. Everything The studies, we've done hundreds upon hundreds of studies, and they've all been very conclusive. And these studies are made with crawling in a position belly downward, or the uh, childhood colloquial crab walking. I would would not like to use the term crawling. First of all, it has too many uh, degrading and debasing connotations. What what terminology would you find more accurate? Walking. Walking, yes. As it's meant to be done, not this nonsensical, upright, two-legged abomination. It is real movement, real human, real animal. And so what you do is you uh, place the hands behind the head, alright, and you bend the spine backwards in a very sturdy and natural arch. Because the arch is the most stable geometric That is true. The the Romans had found the arch is the most efficient shape. Yes, so you you bend yourself backwards and you just move. You move forward and it becomes very natural, very comfortable. I see. And I believe uh, our second guest here, Dr. Raymond K. Adelson, a uh, local chiropractor, has been putting these practices to use. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've been making our people bend their spine backward, uh, walk on all fours, just like our professor Ernest Crowell has been saying. Um, and it really helps out the, the lumbar part of your spine. A lot of people have that. A very important part of your spine. Yeah. It supports the rest of your spine. Yeah, a lot of people have this lower back pain constantly as they're walking around, as they're sitting. It's because you're not supposed to be doing that. It's unnatural. I believe that uh, a lot of these lower back pains were long time uh, solutions were to arch your back and rest before returning to an upright position. 
and you are now advising them just do not return to an upright position. Never. And, you know, I'm always crack, crack, getting backs. The lumbar, there's one solution, and it's to arch back. I see. Uh, an arched back is a healthy back, uh, you would say. Oh, yes, yeah. of course. Well, um, that wraps up our guest portion of today's episode. I would like to thank my guests, uh, Professor and Thank you for Mister. having me here. Um, now I have uh, a number of emails, and so I figured I could give you my advice directly on your problems. Let's see, first one here. Dear Farkle, I am Klaus. I skip really fast. Is it safe to skip everywhere instead of walking? Thanks. Well, Klaus, you see, um, skipping is a very high kinetic energy uh, action. It, it creates a shock from your toe up through your knee, hip, even your shoulders will be feeling the, the impact of your skip every single time. It is recommended that you keep your feet and hands, uh, as many practitioners will now do, as close to the floor as possible. Do not even attempt to raise either of these off the floor for the most efficient motility. Um, and, and if you would like to skip everywhere, I would highly recommend you seek uh, a doctor to check on your hips, your knees your ankles, toes, and shoulders, for they are likely seeing a lot of stress. Next email. Dear Dr. Farkle, every full moon, I wake up with torn clothes and blood on my hands, and my wife tells me I keep disappearing. Is my wife crazy? Well, um, first off, I am a medical doctor who specializes in medicine and kinesiology. I am not a therapist so I cannot state with certainty whether your wife is crazy or not however I am aware of the effect a full moon can have on its citizens it could give you few like states where you hardly remember your actions and perhaps you left the house in a hurry got your clothing stuck on the doors and you ate your steak dinner a bit too raw. And this fugue-like state will leave you with no memories of it. So what I recommend is wearing a GoPro on yourself. Anytime the moon is approaching a fullness. So, um, let's see. How many more do I have here? Uh, I, I got one. Dr. Farkle, my hangnail has progressed into a hang finger. Should I be worried? Um, yes, you really should. Um, I would like to recommend to other listeners, do get your hangnails clipped and cleaned as soon as they start forming, because it is a prevalent problem of these nails becoming further and further down the quick, and then it starts tearing your finger from the hand, and it, it is a great problem to let these progress so far. Uh, luckily for you, there are a number of prosthetics, and even if this is caught early enough, your finger can be sewn right back onto your body. So my suggestion is to get the finger checked out and try to save it if possible. Uh, and that is all the emails we have for this day. I'm Dr. Alvin Farkle. These have been your medical mysteries. Keep listening to KWCD. 
you not sleep at night? Are you feeling unaligned? I'm Raymond Adelson. Come to my chiropractory. And I'll crack, crack, get your back, back intact. And that's a fact. And if anyone talks to you, I'll make them get smacked. Don't go anywhere else. They're probably a hack. My skills do not lack. I'm Raymond Adelson, chiropractory. I'm always crack, crack, getting backs. Welcome back, KWZD listeners. My name is Curtis Wagner. You have locked into the Lunch Coat. Let's get going. Our brothers, right now, in a very fast-paced world, a lot of people don't have a lot of time for a lot of things. People are getting shorter and shorter lunch breaks. And we need to find a way to get the best bang for our buck. And a buck is money, and money is time, and that is the basis of this brand new restaurant that's hidden the streets. It's called Seconds. Now, see, what happens is you go in and you're not charged by the amount of food that you eat, what kind of food that you get. It's a buffet, all you can eat, and the allotted time that you can eat it for. So fast eaters, this is the perfect place for you. See, the way it goes, the business model, is you have to pay $7 for the first minute and decreases after that. And the maximum allotted time is 37 minutes and then you gotta leave. So we're in here, we got just a little bit of time to cover everything. So let's get into it. I've got Remy Sinclair here, the owner and mastermind behind Seconds. Hello, sir. Well, how are you doing there? I am, I am doing great. I am enjoying the food, and I'm very impressed by this restaurant. You got people Thanks. in Thanks. and out very efficient. Gotta keep moving. Gotta keep moving. We got a lot of food. We got a lot of mouths to feed. It's a popular idea, and people seem to be loving it. Where, where did this idea come from? Not well, a lot of restaurant owners are taking this this path. No, is is and I don't know why, because the business model works out. Is we're making money just hand over fist. It's a great deal for customers, because then you can you can really take advantage of time and, and how you want to eat. You really tailor your experience based on how you, how much you want to spend. If you stay for the full thirty five minutes, you can have a multi course, very nice romantic meal here at a very reasonable price. For 35, 37 minutes. It, it all came from when I was a child. Um, I love buffets, but cost can be quite a factor. And I noticed very often it'd be a birthday or, or maybe a funeral or whatnot, a wake, and we'd, we'd go out to eat, and then I'd be so excited for the buffet, I would eat all my food quickly, usually within the first three, four minutes, and I'd be full. And that's it. And then I'd have to wait till someone else died or someone else was birthed in order to get another chance at a buffet. And I just figured I wanted folks like me, like my parents, hardworking, good folks, to have a chance to, you know, if it only takes you four minutes to get your full fill from the buffet, it shouldn't have to cost that much. Exactly. And now, Remy, see, this holds a personal place in my heart because I used to be a server. 
And as one, we always are trying to find subtle ways to get people out of the restaurant as soon as possible so we get the next table full. Yeah, we don't have servers and at all here. Is we just we have we have bus boys. Wow. Or bus people, pardon me, pardon turn phrases. Is 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 they're going around constantly, just constantly clearing out dishes. They're washing dishes on an actual mobile. If you watch, is on those carts is a mobile washing apparatus. So they may oh, clean wow. the dishes and hand them off to another hungry customer if time permits. And we just have cooks, tons of line cooks who actually wait in line on in the kitchen to make their dish and then they bring it out immediately. Next cooking line makes this stuff, comes out, puts it on the line. This is it's a, a multi-line food line cook. Factory. That's exactly what we're shooting for here because we want efficiency, but we also want a nice atmosphere. And so people can come in, feel calm because it's so regimented. We got everything running like a Swiss clock or Swiss army knife. Running like have a so many Swiss things. army knife. Yeah. Wow. You know what? Thank you, Remy Sinclair. You know we don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to keep this thing pushing along. And, uh, uh, can I talk to a line cook real quick? Uh, yeah, just, uh, go ahead. Try to shoot for one in the middle of the line or so because he'll he'll probably be ready to, to deal with you and not have to jump and cook his dish. All right, yeah, cool. Thank you, Remy. All right, hey. Hey, excuse me. Can I talk to you for a minute? Uh, Curtis Wagner. What's up, man? KWZD. Uh, the Lunch Codes. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I just wanted, you guys. wanted to talk real quick. Yeah, man, I'd love to. Yeah, so uh, how long have you been working here at Seconds? Uh, about um, six months. Six months? Yeah. Wow, so how do you like it? What, what's... Oh, between you and me, it's, uh, it's pretty fast-paced. It gets a little hectic sometimes. Yeah, uh, it looks like it. We don't really get, like, breaks, the traditional ones, like, waiting in the line. That's, that's the only time we get a break. We kinda... hey, it's the food business. Yeah, you're telling me, bud. It's uh, like I say, it gets it's real fast paced here. It gets a little, it's a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what what drew you to the restaurant? What uh, if I asked? I needed a job. Oh well, you know, I guess that's one way to do it. Yeah, they were hiring. Yeah. I guess uh, this place has a high turnover rate. They're always got to help for a wanted sign out. Yeah, front. in and out. That's so, the whole, uh, uh, I mean, not in and uh, technically speaking, I'm not allowed to say that on the radio, but uh, you, you know, you, you gotta you gotta keep things moving, and I respect that. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, uh, we we really try to keep moving. Uh, we have our uh, our shift lead, Diane. She's a real. Um, she, oh, is that her yelling? And throwing plates at people's heads I'm over kinda, there? Well, I'm really scared of her. Boy, this place is... Yeah, just, she's... Uh, I need the job, but this... It's crazy. Come on, come on, come on! Sorry. I'm actually... Whew, you know, I'm actually pretty relieved you're talking to me, because yeah. this is the first real break I've had all day. Yeah, you know what? And I'm actually kind of terrified for both of our lives right now, so I'm going to just let you keep get back to work. Don't and keep going. Have fun. Don't just leave me in this line. Don't just leave me in this line. Keep going. Keep it going. Now, let's call the listeners. Um, it is actually a, a, a great coincidence that I actually am here with the famed food critic from Good House Peaking, uh, Harold McDowell. I see him over there across the room. He didn't see me yet. I'm going to go over and approach him. I'm a really big fan. So uh, let's get it going, listeners. Hey, uh, excuse me. Um, uh, Mr. McDowell, is that, is yeah, that you? Yes, it's me. Oh, wow. I'm a big fan. 
Hello, what's good? What's happening? I'm Curtis Wagner. You're from Lunch Codes, correct? You know the show! I I have to say I'm a fan. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow, we're like mutual fans here. It's like crazy. We're like binary stars spinning around each other. I didn't realize you knew who I was. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I loved your article on the bread bakery's bread house. Mmm, yes. Specializing in that bat bread. Yeah, uh, an entire restaurant made of bread was just... Mm. you. The way you put it into words changed my life. Oh. Completely. So, um... So now we're here in seconds at the same time, and time is a big factor in the restaurant, so mm-hmm. uh, what, mind if I get like the scoop on like how you feel about the restaurant, what do you think? What's... The food and the atmosphere are exquisite beyond my normal thoughts. When I first approached the restaurant, I was a bit timid because I am not a quick person, as you might see. And oh yeah, of course. I mean, when I'm limited to how long I could spend and critique a restaurant, it causes quite a bit of a problem. You see, and uh, hold on, my buzzer's going off. This is the third time already. I've only had a chance to try a few dishes. I I apologize. I'm going to have to leave and buy my way back in. Oh, well, okay. Well, that's totally fine. Mr. Mr. McDowell, it was amazing meeting you. It was amazing talking to you. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure we'll see each other again. I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. But enjoy yourself. Oh, I, I will. Thank you so much. Now, listeners, alright, so this is, this is Seconds. It's amazing, and look, if you mention this segment on KWZD, you get your first 30 seconds in the restaurant completely free. Alright, so head on down as fast as you can before it's gone. Alright, this is an amazing place. I'm about to get kicked out, so I'll see you next time. Keep listening to KWZD and... And walk back into the lunch coat next week. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in for another fashion break. This is another edition of Quick Cummings with me, David Cummings. Are you tired of your old humdrum tongue? Is it just not doing it for you anymore? Anyway, with us tonight, we have a very fabulous guest, Eugene Curran, who has the perfect solution for you. Uh, Eugene, if you would. Yeah, how you doing? Look, here's what I got. We got 
a new fashion statement. It's a twist on the tongue. It's tongue decoration. So what I'm doing here is I'm taking the tongue and I'm putting art on it. I'm putting, I'm putting like tapestry. I'm putting, I'm putting uh, uh, pictures. I'm putting uh, uh, anime kittens. I'm putting anything you want. So we got jewelry. We got, um, we have textiles. We are able to weave in fabrics into your tongue. Look, we got everything. We can't just go for the same ordinary uh, mouth accessories that people usually have. We, we're just taking it to a whole nother level, you know what I'm saying? And these are all made custom, of course. Of course, they're handmade, hand-decorated, uh, hand-thought-out. They are hand-planted, and they are uh, hand-granted directly to you, the customer who wants a better tongue. That's just incredible. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to a party and just thought, so many underdressed tongues in this room. It's just, oh, too it's, many. It's, it's disgusting. disgusting. Eugene, yeah. I have to thank you so much for coming on yet another edition of The Quick cool. Comings. It was a great honor to have you here. It's have a visionary such as yourself. All right, listeners. I think uh, we'd like to thank Eugene for being on and be out, the, be out on the lookout for yet another edition of Quick Cummings. This is KWZD. Hi there. Good evening, listeners. Deli Johnson here with another installment of Do Get Me Started. In a world so divided, it seems like we have nothing in common. And that rings especially true with a hot-button issue like assigned seating. Is There's a lot of opinions out there. And let's be honest, there's no such thing as lukewarm when it comes to assigned seatings. As most people you'll find have very strong opinions one way or the other. They want their, si their seats assigned or they prefer a little bit more loosey-goosey, want to find their own seat. So with me, I have some experts on the subject uh, who I will introduce and get a little bit of their insight on uh, seating arrangements. Is I've got, uh, let's start with uh, Mr. Mattis Hillman, a middle school teacher from Coleman Middle School Preparatory. Thank you for having me. Uh, we've got Philip Perchins, who is the house manager for the illustrious Stillman's Theater here in town. I think it's a pleasure to be here. I've got Lindley Little, who is a professional seat filler. <laughs> thanks, thanks for having me. It's nice. It's a real pretty place. There's, there's lots of seats. A uh, whole lot of nice people. Not really anyone to give me a drink over here. I can, I can really use a water oh, right oh, now. Okay then, Lindley. We'll it's find you a if we get an intern, I'm sure. And then in a in a do get me started first is we have Lindley's uh, sibling here, Lenley Little, who is uh, you might know if you follow uh, the musical chairs circuit because he is the reigning musical chairs world champion. Hey, uh, hi. It's uh, great to be here. Uh, this is the only seat that I, I get because I'm feeling I'm feeling a little bit locked in. Uh, uh, I'm getting a little antsy. I'm, I'm but, sure we can get uh, you that, different. I'm sure we can get you yeah, different chairs. It's, it's gonna be okay. Okay. Well, um, let, let's let's start off with um, Mr. Hellman. Is is how long have you been an educator? For 32 years and about to retire in just a few more. Well, congratulations. Thank and, you. Uh, you're a man uh, who has an opinion on assigned seating. Yes, I think it's absolutely mandatory, um, and it's not something that you could just 
randomly do. You can't just assign someone a seat based off uh, alphabetical order or just willy-nilly. You have to scientifically look at the candidates for the seats and apply them directly, you know. Uh, especially in a middle school setting, it is a very strict social environment. Uh, you have kids that are wanting to fight each other, wanting to uh, sexualize with each other. And this is a, a very strange time for them. So you have to be strategic and scientific uh, and be socially aware with who you're sitting next to who you're sitting. Next to who you're sitting. Next to who you're sitting. Certainly a lot of thought sitting. goes behind uh, signed next seats. Next to who you're sitting. Most importantly, maybe, next is, is everybody's sitting. favorite um, award shows they see on television, whether it's the World Champion Road Daytime Rodeo Awards or perhaps uh, Supreme Eating Competitions. Uh, and that's where professionals like Limley Little come in, as is, is you see when seats are unfilled on camera. Am I, am I correct? Is yeah, yeah. You don't... You don't want to film into a crowd and have the, the crowd be empty or sparse. You really want that crowd packed in full and lively. And that's where we come in because we, we really fill out who's where and who's what. And, and, and in, in such situations, it's it's imperative that you have assigned seats because you don't know where you're going to sit. You don't know who you're going to sit by. And you need to know. I'm sitting next to a, a three-time Academy Award winner. I can't let it slip that I don't know how to watch movies. You know, because the, the, then I'd really embarrass myself. Well, that can certainly be an issue. Um, you did a little out yourself a bit here tonight, but I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure it won't be an issue. Um, well, we're given we're given uh, stage names for each day that we sit in a new seat, so not really anyone knows who Lindley Little is in business. They they know me as like Chaz Marion or Theodore the Third. Is anonymity is uh, the crux of, of the profession to a certain extent? Uh, so. Assigned seats, very important. And a gentleman who deals with assigned seats every day, who I think offers a lot of insight, is uh, Mr. Pernchins. Is when you're seating at Stillman's Theater, it's it, it's every day, and, and do you feel it's important to the integrity of the production to have assigned seats? I couldn't be more against assigned seating. It's really? just It is such a hassle. I don't know where your seat is. If you don't know where your seat is, well, how am I supposed to help you? You should just be able to see wherever you want. It's just, there's just so much people milling around trying to find their seats. It's, in, uh, you're getting in the way of the film. You're taking too long. We now have to install lights so you could look at your ticket so you could see which seat you're in. And it's just causing way too much glare, too much uh, electricity on the bill. It just, it, I am just, could not be more against assigned seating. That is true, as it is maddening when, as I recently had tickets at Stillman's Theater for your latest showing of Macbeth, 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 baby. And I found oh, somebody sitting in film. my seat during the play, and, and, and I, I, I didn't have much recourse I, as a whole to do to get them out of the way. You see what I mean? You have to go out, you have to grab an usher, the usher has to come in, and you make a scene in front of everyone watching a movie. It's just terrible. I think it, we survived on it before with no assigned seating. You see a spot, you pick it. Do you go outside? Do you assign seats on a bench? No, it's ridiculous. You see a seat, you sit in it. I think I speak on your behalf when I say what's up with that. It's a great point. Um, 
Mr. Little? Mr. Little? Yeah. Uh, uh, hold on. Do you mind if I just kind of... Uh, I You I brought another chair in. Okay. If you want to sit in that chair, okay. Yeah, this, this other chair was just looking really nice. And okay, I well, go, go ahead and get comfortable. Mr. Little. Okay, so the the elder little? Are you are you older? What? Do I do I look older? Do I... I, I believe so. You're saying, you're saying I look really long? Well... From what I understand, you were both adopted, so I'm not sure. I mean, what, we were. Well, we were we were both adopted, but that what does that have to do with how old we are? I don't. I'm not sure. Is this even relevant to the? No, no, no. Really, like, I'm just trying to paint a picture for the audience. He, he is well, the older one, but I was adopted it's first. Really? Wow! So. You don't have to tell them this on the radio. Okay, Mister. I mean, Lee. Lee. They, they don't know who Lee. I am. Lee. Mr. I'm anonymous. Mr. I'm Little. not anonymous. I'm a, I'm a musical chair champion. Mister Little. That's true. And Mr. Little. Yes. How do you feel about assigned seating in, in short? Is is your entire profession... Oh, look. Or, I don't even like to hear the phrase assigned seating. My entire life is about seeing the seat and taking it. No matter who's sitting in it. No matter who wants it. I need to get to that seat first. Okay. I need it. Is that, that drive is what makes you champion, I guess. If, if there is any assigned seating in the world, I am assigned to all of them. That's how I feel. Like, this seat you're in, the fact that you're sitting there offends me a little bit. Well, it is I the, want the host chair. chair. I, I do need this chair. Yeah, it looks very comfortable. Is it comfortable? Oh, it, it, you have very nice armrests okay. on it. It's not bad. And wheels. Well, I kind of need wheels, mobility to begin with. Mr. Hellman. Yes. Uh, how does, uh, what would you do if a student like Mr. Little was in your classroom? Well, uh, since we can't hit kids anymore, I would probably kick him out. I would assign his seat outside of the door. I would assign him a seat in detention. I would assign him a seat in, excuse me. Um, yeah, no, it's fine. Oh, It's yes. fine, don't okay. worry. Yeah, you this, sit on. This is my seat now. I, I guess we could share. Yes. Um, I think I'm going to call the principal right now. Uh, I'm not comfortable with this situation, Mr. Little, and I'd uh, appreciate if you would... You don't have to be comfortable. How do you feel about a situation like this? I did not abandon my seat. seat. I feel like you gentlemen, gentlemen, I, I actually, I actually brought my brother to a seat filler's assignment one time, and he, he left a seat open and shot. He sat in the front row on top of a celebrity, and it just... I did. It, uh, Claire it, it Danes was so very friendly. I, I, I started crying on camera. how much this is just so awful. Do you see the contention that was caused by assigned seating? Yeah, this, this seems but, to be... But, like, quite, if he just stayed in his seat, it wouldn't be a problem. chaos. I mean, I, I, I would like my own chair, but this is my chair. This is the chair that you guys gave me. Well, no, I, I believe this is my chair. I saw it. I left a little bit of space open because I'm a I'm a small framed man, and I don't hear any music anymore. I mean, so it's, I, it's pretty I, true. I, I you can't you can't, can let, you can't let Lanley look at chairs. You have to hide your chairs. I I guess we do is we do have some open quite a few. I think th I think you brought in six chairs since the segment started. Oh, there's too many chairs in the room. There's what five people? There should be four chairs. Can, I, I suppose so. Can we cue some music so uh, Mr. Little here moves on? You know what? And with that, let's bring in the music, and we're going to sign off. I want to thank all of my guests today.
for joining me. Uh, I, I would usually use some parting words, but um, please stop dancing around here. Uh, you know I'm just going to go ahead ready. and sign off. I think we've got some new perspectives and some, some exciting ideas to think about, really? listeners. Uh, again, I'm Deli Johnson. This was Do Get Me Started. And this is KWZG. Oh, God. Oh, I get it. I get it. It's mine. It's mine. Chair. Oh, the chair broke. I thought I heard it pause. I broke my hip. Oh well, God, what have you done? You've knocked me to the floor. I'm just playing the game, man. Thank you for joining us today on tonight's installment of the Midnight Run. I'd like to thank all of our guests, all of our illustrious hosts, and most importantly, you, fair listener, for joining us today. Keep in mind that KWZD is member-supported content, so please support it by listening, sharing, or giving us a lot of money for the hopes of a tote. Tote, hope, sure can float, as we like to say here. This, uh, yeah. tote, uh, you know, we're going to leave that part out. Uh, sir, please get out of my booth. You, no, you are not sitting here. No, no, you are not sitting there. I'm Matt Ramirez, the voice of the Midnight Run, and this is KWZ. Please get out. Why are you sir, please, get off of my seat? This, sir, this, this, this is KWZ. This is KWZ. Okay, this is KWZ. Thank you for tuning in to the Midnight Run. Okay, get out. Um, and no, you're not. Listeners. You're some guy. This, this, I'm Matt Ramirez, KWZ. I'm, I'm calling Matt, the police. I am Matt Ramirez. This is KWZ. I'm going to get in trouble for letting you in here, but you got to leave. Okay, all right, fine. Please, they're gonna punish me if you're in here. Come on. Is that a chair out there? You know, there, you, there's a sleeping pit for you right over there, That's, sir. No, no pits, only chairs. I'm Pat Ramirez. This is KWZ.